0: welcome to the seven figure salon podcast i'm your host helena gibson founder of strut hair solutions and creator of the seven figure salon education we are now on episode six which is drumroll marketing and with me is the store manager of our salon beach location miss kayla Hello. yes so If this is your first time with us, um, what we kind of go over here is the seven pillars that I have found over the last almost two decades, 17 years, to be uh, the things that have basically turned my business into kind of the, pretty much make the life of my dreams if you will. Um, I'm sitting here in sunny San Diego. Staring out at the beautiful Pacific Ocean, which I think we've said that now the last three episodes, and everybody's probably tired of hearing that. But when you mm-hmm. come from Fresno and you're in the valley and then you finally get to the location you can just can't even possibly imagine yourself still being in, sitting in your own podcast studio, it, it really just is it's humbling. Um, and that's kind of why I created this um Program and education and this podcast was to help other people realize that you can have the life of your dreams You can have the business of your dreams and each week we go over a different pillar and as I said, we are on episode 6 and we'll just keep going over the pillars We kind of discuss what's going on in the studios because I actively run two, um two locations still one here in Solana Beach, California, and one in Fresno. And we just talk about kind of what's going on, our best practices, and, you know, what it will take to get you to seven figures in your business. And, again, that's just, you know, kind of my best practices in case there's anybody that, you know doesn't agree with some of mine. (laughs) They're my best practices. I just want to throw that out there. They work for me. Everybody has their own way. So um, we kind of transitioned it into marketing last week when we were talking about clients and about Instagram and social media. And when somebody sees what you post online, they expect that experience, if not better, when they come into your store, Mm -hmm. right? Or studio. Yeah. So... I was saying last week that sometimes I don't feel like our social media actually lives up to the experience that our clients receive when they come into our stores. Yeah. You know, and and, and the nice thing about our podcast, in my opinion, because I listen to probably 12 different ones, is that... I'm actually doing what I'm talking to you about and getting better all the time. Even though I've been doing this 20 years, can you believe that? It sounds so weird when I say that. <laughs> 20 years, um, and I feel so young to have you know all that experience. Uh, I'm still learning, and I'm still going to education, and I'm still taking classes. I think I've been to three different things since this year started, yeah. and it's only you know April. April. Every, yeah, every month I'm off somewhere else. And we were also talking about that last week. If you don't invest in yourself. Or um you're, you know, or tipping, or something like that. If you're not doing what you expect your clients to do, how do you expect them to do it? Mm-hmm. And I'm a big believer, like in the universe, and what you put out there is what you get back. Exactly. Don't you agree? Million percent. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you got you got to put out there what you want to get. So with marketing. Social media, man, that is just changing, changing the game. everything. Thank God I've got you and people in their twenties to keep me <laughs> keep me on track. Keep you hip and cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right? Yes. It's the way of the world now, you know. It is. Well, and it goes to show you, like, I'm sure that there are people on this podcast that are more successful than I am, and, and I'm I'm humbled to hope that there are, you know, um, and actually listening to to us. And I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but you know whatever you did to get you where you are is not gonna get you where you want to be, Mm -hmm. okay? So let me say that again, because that's huge. I used to do commercials, TV, those things don't work anymore. If I kept spending all of my marketing money on that, we would have already probably closed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean you have to start changing with the times, with your marketing and be open to, hey, it's all about Instagram and now I'm Snapchatting. I mean, yeah, come you on. Filtering. I know, you know, I mean all these fun things with rabbit ears and you it know it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But it's it's awesome because, um, okay, well, like for Alzheimer's, how do you say it? Alzheimer's? 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 Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to say it. Well, anyway, my grandmother unfortunately passed away from that. But I think that why people get stuff like that is because they stop using their brain. Mm-hmm. They stop thinking and doing new things. And I've read with her passing, like one of the ways to stay healthy is to like take a different road to work one day. Or do something else, and so I look at this new thing with Instagram and with Facebook and all of that as kind of my way of of learning a new game. Yeah, you, you know, adaptable. Yeah, like look at all these influencers, these girls that are like twenty making millions of dollars just taking pictures of their hairdos. I know. I know it's just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So your marketing, uh, one of my favorite phrases, I call it "make it rain" because. You've got to have the client experience, but you got to get the clients in there. And marketing is so important. And I have found that a lot of people when they get when they struggle, a lot of salon owners and, and business owners, they cut their marketing. Mm-hmm. That is a huge no-no. I think that the reason they cut their marketing is you can't cut your electric bill. you can't cut your rent bill, but you feel like you can cut your marketing mm-hmm. bill. okay? Well, you can't because that's what's going to bring the clients in that's going to pay the rent, that's going to pay the SDGE or wherever you live, PG&E in Fresno, you know, can't cut those things. Uber important. So with marketing, you've got to figure out where to spend it, what's bringing you your highest ROI, which is your return on investment, which I can tell you one that I did that was terrible. You want me what? to tell you? Yeah. Okay. So did you know we had a huge billboard on, on Highway 99 in Fresno? <laughs> Oh, yes. What year was this? Um, well, it was before I moved here, so probably 10 years ago. Okay, this is before Instagram blew up. Okay. Right there on the freeway, said Strutt, Her- or was we still City Wigs at the time? I think we were still City Wigs, actually. It had the big model up there and stuff. It was so cool driving on down the freeway. I'm like, oh, my God, that's my store. Well, ask me how much money I made on that billboard. How oh, much? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I think. I think they put an 800 number on there, and then I didn't end up following through to track it and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all lessons learned, right? That's well, that's why I'm we're sure here. It still looked really cool, though. It really did, actually. <laughs> it, you know, but I mean, but. what are you going to do? Pay like five thousand, ten thousand dollars a month for something that looks cool, or you want to find out how much money you made? Right. That's when you, that's as you grow in your business, you start learning. And the cool thing about online marketing is you can immediately see your return on Mm -hmm. investment pretty much. Mm -hmm. Now, I think more so for people that are actually selling online, like those ones where you can swipe up and buy. Right. Okay, well, we can't do that with a hair service. But um, what we can do is I can see, like, which posts are working better And now that I've Snapchatted. My couple videos actually have been the highest mm-hmm. viewed things than our mm-hmm. regular posts. So you have to get in the back and look at what you're, what you're doing, how that's actually working. And people are so visual that um, this is this is huge. Well, because when I did commercials, it was visual, right? Then mm-hmm. I was talking and all of that. And I think I learned how I well. Let me start over. So, when my mom watched TV, she would stand in the bathroom and do her makeup and have the TV on. And I knew that. And that's how my commercial would come up. So, mm. I was on during Oprah, too, by the way, like during oh, her cool. time slot, because I knew that my clients would be watching Oprah and I wanted to come on. And then we did the Today show, I think, in the morning, because she'd stand in the bathroom, do her makeup, and have the TV on. So, what I would say. Was enough. I was my thought to engage someone like my mom to walk to the TV to look and see what Mm -hmm. I was saying. Yeah, because you knew your clientele. Right. Well, because she was my muse until you came. (laughs) Did you know that? Sorry, mom. (laughs) (laughs) We we moved to a younger one now. Yeah. No, but actually so my mom is still is in her age bracket because our average client is my mom yeah so when i think of something i'm going to do or whatever i always think of her and what she's doing that's how i figured with the commercials and stuff but since you started i've learned a whole new thing of getting this you know late 20s early 30s client and then i watch what you do and on your Instagram, and then I mini-stalk you on there <laughs> so I can see what you're looking at and all of that. And and it's like they have a saying where it's supposed to be like get in bed with your clients. And, I mean, and what I mean by that is get in their heads. What are they watching? What are they listening to? What are they reading? So that you can implant yourself because, okay, here's my best example. McDonald's. You know McDonald's still runs commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Why does McDonald's run commercials? Everybody knows McDonald's, is there? You tell me why. Why do you think they run commercials? Why? Because if you're hungry, they want to be in front of you because if Burger King pops up and your stomach growls, where are you going to go? Burger King. Okay. So <laughs> that's always been my, I, I learned that real early on and has served me very well. You want to be top of mind when your client needs your service, whether it's your brakes, you know, your your car uh, brakes start squeaking and you see, you know, XYZ automotive repair, hey, whoever's commercial comes up, that's where they're going to go. Or if they need their roots done or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The point is, is you want to be top of mind. That's why McDonald's still runs commercials because that was always my thing. Why do they do that? Or Coke or Budweiser. Yeah. Think about it. They spend millions of dollars during the Super Bowl. Okay, hear me, millions for, for Budweiser. Well, if you're going to go buy beer, you're standing there, you know what's there. Why did I have to tell you? They've been around for like 100 years, right, or longer, like 1,800 or some mess now, I think. I don't know. I'm not a big beer drinker, but I think they've been around a long time. Well, my point is they still advertise. Yeah. Don't cut your advertising budget. Okay, that's my best advice there. So I've pretty much taken all of our advertising that I used to spend on radio and TV and have moved it all online. So first, I started with Google Pay-Per-Clicks, which is, which is good. I mean, I, we still do a little yeah. bit on there. But now we're moving into you know, Instagram and Facebook ads and all of this stuff um, because what I find intriguing about that is now instead of what I call spring – so when I, when I would run a commercial, okay? If you guys could only see Kayla's eyeballs just staring at me like, what are you saying? No. <laughs> when I would run a commercial, I called it spraying because I couldn't control who was seeing the content, right? So I'm paying for 100,000 people because they'll tell you. Oh, well, 100,000 people are gonna see your commercial. Well, 100,000 people aren't bald and don't need my product, okay? But that's what they would try. So they're charging you like per eyeball that's on this screen. So you're spraying. Well, with Facebook ads and stuff, I can say I want them in a 25-mile radius of my store. They have this income. They're real estate agents or, you know, whatever, because I love realtors. It's funneled. It's It's to who? Okay, and now they have this new thing where you can actually put the email addresses of your clients in Facebook, and they will match it to another group. That's pretty cool. Okay, it's called, um, oh, God, what is it? It's something audience, like... It's like a perfect audience or something where they literally just, like, mirror it over. Don't quote me on that term, but literally that is what they do, though. They mirror whatever emails you upload, and they find clients just like that. How freaking cool is that? It's creepy, but still really cool. It is creepy. It is creepy. That's why I like to pay for cash, because I think that I think they're tracking us. I think everybody's tracking. They are. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, like the Echo Dots. I know, and Alexa. And- I won't keep that in my house. We turned ours off too. Yeah, so we have it in it's the store, weird. but I know, I know they're listening. Okay, let me tell you how I know they're listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys this a little just tip here. Took a turn. <laughs> it really did. So I'm in there talking about the store the other day that we need some kind of board or camera. Or I can't tell you exactly what it was, but we needed something, and I'm talking out loud, you know, and flapping or whatever. All of a sudden, I get on my phone to look it up, and it came up on my on my Amazon. I had to get an Amazon. Oh, it was for this folding table. I was telling Naomi we needed a black folding table, and I swear to you people that when I opened up Amazon to order it, it was in the suggested. They are listening. Turn swear, off sometimes the echo. I will just think something, and then I see an ad for it. Like, it's just in my head, and they, I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to digress <laughs> on one more thing, and then I promise I'll go back to marketing. So when I had Layla... I in in the room there they kept the baby so like they you know they drop the bottom of the of the table they don't take you into a room anymore like I guess like in the 70s they'd roll you off right so mm-hmm. when I had her in 97 the bed the bottom of the bed like dropped off they pick your legs up and then there's a little incubator right there that they put her in so the child should never leave your side unless you have a complicated pregnancy right totally natural childbirth so she shouldn't have left they took her from me to say that they had to do a skin test she had a little owie on the bottom of her heel i swear to god and i think they might have microchipped her or something why would you have taken her out of the room to to take the little skin test off the bottom of her foot yeah. if you're a nurse and you're listening to this would you please email me of why they took my child out of the room i think that they that they microchip or whatever next maybe. week we'll start on episode two of conspiracies <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have another funny. You know, they're like, "Hey, we got on here to listen to how to run my business, right? no here's a funny. So last night Garrett tells me that the moon is hollow." Okay, talk about conspiracy theory. He made me watch the History Channel and they're talking about hollow moon. People google it. I'm not going to take moon. the I'm not going to take the whole time of our um podcast about that, but yeah, that the moon is hollow and um it's okay. definitely something to think about. So back to marketing <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> and that con- later. conspiracy that they've chipped my child. Um, oh my gosh! Yes, clients—you y- have to market to them because if you're not marketing to them, I'm marketing to them. Mm-hmm. Somebody is marketing to them. You can, you know, used to. You could also live off of referrals. That and, and I still tell still you guys. Loose. Yeah. Oh, referrals are the best clients. Yeah. Because still, there's, word of mouth was, was still like number one. Well it, well, it really is because there's a level of trust they spend more right. because yeah. they trust you because their friends said. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I don't give many referrals like when people ask me about um, other services related or especially if they want something we don't do mm-hmm. because if you give a referral and they have a bad experience, it's on you. Yeah, you have to really trust where you're sending them. Yeah, because yeah. we get, I'm sure some of you guys get this too where other businesses that are slightly similar will come in and leave their cards and can you give these out? And I'm like, okay. And I kind of don't, but the reason I don't is because if it's not, I don't know that it's going to be on par Up to our, to our yeah. standards. I don't feel comfortable doing it. Now, we have a couple places in Fresno that we refer a couple competitors that if we don't have something or if we're too expensive for them, I've told the girls, send them here. You know, this is Lisa at such-and-such yes. such salon, you know, go there. But otherwise – I feel really uncomfortable with that because referrals are like the best clients ever. And we treat them so amazingly. Okay, and then that's another thing with marketing too is they say with clients, all clients are the same. You should treat all clients the same. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. you should not treat all clients the same. Certain clients actually, like, they are VIPs. I mean, you really should, like, there's that one client that we have here that's like, our favorite client, mm-hmm. and I don't mean favorite like if you're a client that we like her more. I mean, but this lady literally basically is the bread and butter of Strut Hair Solutions. Hey, yeah. when you have a bread and butter client, we were just joking about that. I'm like, I would do anything she this client asked me. you know that she's the bread and butter. Yes. That needs to be very clear. Yes. Well, yeah. Nordstrom's does that or any of those, Nordstrom. They have levels. You love Nordstrom. I love Nordstrom. <laughs> it's always, it's always Nordstrom. Well, we didn't have like we don't have a real Nordstrom in Fresno. We only had the rack. Uh-huh. So, it was a big deal when I moved here. I remember getting my first Nordstrom there, ca- no, you're card. You're the Nordstrom, I'm the Nordstrom rack. Yeah, and I call my, <laughs> you know, that's terrible. I used to be the rack, though. See? Exactly. <laughs> the, okay, well, I don't like places. the rack anymore. Why? Because their the return policy is only 45 days. Oh, well. I can return <laughs> at Nordstrom like 2 years Sorry later getting into this. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay, so we had another oopsie with the mic again, so we're just, <laughs> I guess that the the universe was tired of my Nordstrom return stories. So <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, but anyway, um I guess we'll wrap this up on marketing. Basically, be sure that you're not cutting in your marketing budget. In my experience, Make sure that whatever marketing you're put out, the caliber, that is what the client gets when they come in. There's nothing like being disappointed and seeing amazing marketing, and then you walk in and the experience doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that happen? To uh, off you? The top of my head, I can't think of one, but I'm sure. Yeah. I've had it happen to where I've seen stuff online and think that I'm going to go in there and have this amazing experience, and it wasn't. I feel like that way with restaurants. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Like the new fancy ones opening downtown and then you go in and it's like $300 and it really wasn't that good. I could have made it better at home. Uh, At home. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. So yeah, we're trying to really up our, um, like I said, our social media because at least I feel like ours isn't to the point of what they get, which is better. I would rather it be a little lower and then they come in and get amazing. Right. And that's what I also try to drill into my Fresno team as well. I'm like, hey, when people come in or they see our stuff or you send something out, make it count. Every touch point, everything the client touches, and I mean from the way you answer the phone. I mean, we are like, you know, amazing on our phone to when we send a package to a client, make sure you put the thank you note in there or whatever. Every touch point they have, take the time to put the effort into it. I think that's super important. Part of the experience. It's part yeah. of the experience that we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. Part of the experience we talked about last week. So, um, in closing, if you love our podcast and my story about Nordstrom, <laughs> please, please rate us below and not subscribe. Sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Um, but if they want to sponsor us that's okay too. <laughs> um, please subscribe. You can also follow us on our Facebook page and watch us as we improve uh, YouTube. You can go to the7figuressalon.com, find out more about us, see what we look like, um, you know, our antics and so forth, our programs that are coming up. We have one coming up in May. We'd love to have you here. We'd love to meet all of our listeners. Um, work with you on your business how you can bring in hair extensions, wigs, top-of-the-head pieces to your salon, or if that's all you do, let's take you to the next level. And I think that's it. Any final thoughts on you? See you next week. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye for now.